Okay, if you're not ready for Friday, Aloha Friday, then I don't know what to tell you, but that song just puts you in the mood. Welcome to My Ties at Sunset. It is another Aloha Friday with a Pau Hana. Woo-hoo! Not with a Pau Hana, but that sounded actually kind of funny with a Pau, with a Pau Hana to the face. No, it's Pau Hana Talk Story Time. <laughs> no. Pau Hana, in your face. Aloha Friday with Mayan Thai. Boom, boom, boom. If you've got your drink and you put your feet up, this is how we do it. Uh, All right. Let's... It's been another great week. <laughs> yeah. Let's get started. Let's share some positivity, hoping uh, that we all laugh a whole lot today. I got some really cool things to talk about. Okay. Um, let's hear Hawaii, it. I believe we're fully moving into tier four and we're totally open and Outrigger canoe paddling, ocean sports, surfing, um, the Honolulu Marathon, all of this is now open and starting and allowed as of June 1st. Wow. That's kind of interesting since Okra, like, really said they were not going to do any races or anything like that mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. And even the Duke's Ocean Fest might be back on, Duke Hanamoku's Ocean Fest, um, which I believe happens July because we're always there. For the paddling events in July, 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Wait, is it 4th of July? It is. It's 4th of July. No, I thought that was the McFarlane regatta. Mm. Not the Duke Kahanamoku celebration. The Duke race is usually the one that's right off of uh, Kailua. That's the the one around the mokes and back. Okay. Well, regardless, everything's open. Everybody's trying to get everything going again. So that'd uh-huh. be good. Yeah, that's really awesome to hear that Hawaii is fully open and that people are able to enjoy their vacations again. But I imagine that it's a bit crowded. Uh, one of my friends tried to take, uh, I think, a trip. And for some reason, the airlines were overbooked and she got booted two planes later. Whoa. And that was with American. And, and she was very upset because she paid full price but um she was booted actually forcibly booted usually they give you like they ask for volunteers or they try to get yeah. like a voucher to mm-hmm. entice you she didn't even get that option but later she complained and she got some miles but but still i mean it's uh a little bit inconvenient yeah for sure i think they said six million people went through the airports over the weekend that's quite a bit of people. Yeah, Hawaii is actually starting to feel really full. In fact, um, we are still so understaffed that a lot of our hotels aren't fully open. So vacation rentals are like in high demand. And um, mm-hmm. there's actually so much red tape around vacation rentals and having a legal vacation rental. I mean, we pay a lot in taxes to have a vacation rental in Hawaii. Um, and the state loves that, those tax dollars, but, um, they're also making it really hard for anybody to be a Airbnb host or VRBO, uh, host or whatever. But, um, they even, they try to shut several down. It's just, it's hard because their vacation rentals and those things, they're in residential areas. And when you're coming for your vacation, you want to have a lot of fun. You might not, uh, you don't care if you have to, um, you don't care about waking up early in the morning to go to work the next day. Uh, So 
you know, you just don't want to really anger your neighbor, your neighbors. You want right. to keep it cool, right? So it's it's really hard, but it also is so expensive to own real estate in Hawaii. And I understand a lot of people liking to have small little studio apartments on their property as vacation rentals to help them with their income because we all know Hawaii is expensive to live. Mm-hmm. But it's a beautiful place to visit. And um, right now, there's just so much demand. I mean, we're going into summer, so everybody wants to go to the most beautiful beaches on the planet everywhere. Right. So I'm sure it's not just Hawaii that's getting hit. I'm sure it's California and all these beautiful vacation destinations. Definitely the Caribbean. I think we were just cleared for cruises to come out of Galveston starting in, uh, I think, July. So Real soon. Right. And I know a lot of destination, like port destinations, need the cruises to come back because that's like millions of travelers mm-hmm. um, every year who come through and inject money into the economy. I know that Alaska is suffering a little bit because all the Alaskan cruises were canceled. shut down. Going back to summer, um, there was some really cool things that the state of Hawaii just did. They shut down some Hawaii okay. beaches because the coral is spawning. And um, we still have to be vigilant. Um, Please don't step on the coral. Please stay away from it. There are, like, um, people in Hawaii know that if you step on coral and the chunk gets inside of you, it will continue to grow inside of you. But remember, Tori actually stepped on some and it was growing in her foot for several weeks. She didn't, I don't think she knew for a long time until she finally was like, no, she knew right away. She just didn't take care of it. Oh, yeah. I remember late night calls of her saying, oh, my foot hurts. And I'm like, I think you have an organism living in your foot, hitchhiking. And I remember uh, Michelle peed in like a vat and, and Tori put her <gasps> foot in it. But that, that doesn't <laughs> does work. Not work. Like, pee pee no, does not work for absolutely. anything. If you get stung by a jellyfish or uh, Portuguese man of war. Well, they're saying it's supposed to neutralize it no, or whatever. And I'm no. like, no, <laughs> I think that's just a, a no. Tale. People just want to pee on things, pee on people. Awful. Yeah. That's just a fairy yeah. tale. I um, remember jumping out of a canoe because we were too shallow and we were, we needed to get all the bodies out of the boat so it could float up so we could gently care, push it along the surface of the water because we were in the coral. And when I came out, I actually stepped my foot on um, coral and it was, it was dead. Oh. It was just basically a big rock. But I, when I came out and I stepped on it, I, you no, I actually hurt my foot so bad. The heel of my left foot to the point where I actually got diagnosed with plantar's fasciitis. I thought that develops over time, but maybe it was, there was some trauma. Yeah, it was, it was trauma, and it was, I broke it. I don't know what I did, but they said it was plantar fasciitis, and it took me a year to recover. But the worst part of that was, like, after we put the boat away and I'm now limping, then the coach goes, okay, now everybody run the beach. And I'm like... Aww. Oh my God! No, <laughs> no. So I, yeah, I would have said I, no. I, I limped like, no. along, and I just said, you know, I'm sorry, I, I'm injured now. But right. anyway, ocean safety is ocean important. Safety. Definitely know your critters, yeah. critters and creepy crawlies, because that's always important. And protect the coral reef. You can also buy really good sunscreen that doesn't have something called oxybenzone in it, because that that okay. actually inhibits 
the corals from reproducing. It also causes bleaching. It just kind of murders them. And then there was a whole bunch of recalls just for any sunscreen that has benzene in it. And to me, they sound terribly similar. But benzene supposedly causes cancer. So don't you're, you know, your life is worth more than cheap sunscreen. That's true. So I would say I, ever since I got my tattoos, I take better care of my skin than ever. Yeah. And I should have done it when I was younger. But you know what? Never, it's never yeah, too Check late. the ingredients. Don't just trust a, a big label, a brand name. Um, I actually like this one that came out called Reef um, Safety. Reef. I wrote it down. Reef, Reef Safe. It's just Reef Safe Sunscreen. Yeah. Perfect. I, know, I wish they were a sponsor. <laughs> but um, I would. I just want to protect the oceans and the coral, and we can all do our part so that they'll be here for generations yeah. to come. Well, I think a lot of people don't know about reef and reef safety and the health of them. Uh, there's there's a lot of videos of snorkelers and scuba divers picking up trash along the reefs. Mm-hmm. A lot of tourists lose their phones. Um, I think I've seen videos of jewelry. Oh, yeah. All kinds of things. Always. Hair ties, <laughs> socks. Yes, human. We talked about that before. <laughs> yeah. And we've pulled up so much netting that gets stuck on the, the coral reefs and paddled that in and, you know, try to get rid of it. Fishing, Fishing line. line is the worst. Mm-hmm. I remember this one we guy. We definitely want to protect her. Oh, he was so nice. He jumped in because he had um, something sharp to cut it with. And then when he came back up, he actually lost his keys in the oh, ocean. No. And there was there was no he nobody had a mask. We were we weren't that far offshore, but there was no finding it. I, uh. You know what? Karma. Karma, right? Like it's okay to lose some keys. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you have a spare. That, uh, get a locksmith. But you did save a life. We, we, we saved we better. saved the ocean and the ocean inhabitants provides yeah. but i felt bad about that for a really long time but i call i i was asking everybody anybody have a phone let's help this guy so he can you know he helped us to pull all this stuff out of the ocean so every everybody offered up their phones and we're like yeah let's call somebody he was he was mm-hmm. a doctor he could afford a toe or something like that oh my god but gosh. i know that he he lived on the other side of the island and it was like oh and I don't live on the other side of the island, and it would have been traffic for me to go and come back. And I had my own things to do mm-hmm. that day, so I was like, anybody else going out there? He actually had a friend who also lived out there, so they could have both carpooled it to his house. So I hope that's what th- happened. It would be... I'm I'm sure he was fine. Yeah, I'm sure he was fine, too. He did a good thing. He did a yeah. good thing, and I'm sure it will reward him. It rewarded him by now. Didn't we just talk about earlier the FDA had to put out, like, an announcement that... If you're allergic to seafood, like, you should not eat the cicadas. Oh, yeah. You just told me that. That's so gross. What are they called? Brood brood X. Like, don't eat the cicadas. Those are bugs. At all. Those are bugs. But it's the same thing. I mean, you could have bugs in your food and your organic lettuce. Mm. And you could be mistakenly eating cicada poop. So yucky. (laughs) Well... And that's what makes the world go round. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of bugs, um, 
I had a massive dragonfly attack me on my walk the other day. Walk slash run. I actually have a picture of it. But it landed on my forehead. Oh. So I screamed, uh-huh. yep. right? I As mean, you do. Internally, externally, there was I was alone. <laughs> so whoever heard internal, external scream, I screamed and then it sat and then it flew off and then landed on the pavement in front of me. Uh-huh. So naturally, like I hurry up and took the mm-hmm. But it literally landed on my forehead and of all the places you could like I guess that's the highest point on my body, but it was frightening. And there was this one time a friend of mine took a very candid picture of me doing something in my driveway. Yeah. And I had like this bug with two antenna sticking up oh, no. on the top of my head. So that whole time, I didn't know there was a bug on my head. Uh-huh. But I have a picture of it, of me not knowing. Yeah. But it looks like I have two little you antenna. You couldn't feel it on your hair? No, and I looked like Mantis oh, from Guardians gosh. of the Galaxy. So there are some, I don't know why <laughs> bugs like my forehead but or my head. That's so gross. But that's two instances recently I've encountered bugs. <laughs> you deal with the cockroaches all the time. So I know. I thank mean, God I haven't seen another one. And I'm also really happy to say that the minor birds have moved away. So now oh, I really? just have really what, nice little poi birds. What pushed them away or what scared them off, you think? I think what happened was it, the one that was crying all the time. I think it was a baby that got pushed out of the nest and it was like hey you're big enough you go on your own and it was just constantly crying because it was by itself and it looked like it was yelling at this tree (laughs) you know it it kept hopping on my wall did it get eaten or something no no it was fine but it finally flew away oh unless its parents invited it back in i don't i don't know what happened (laughs) yeah but it Getting pushed out of the nest, and then and you're it, like, Damn I think it, it tried. I have nobody feeding me. It anymore. tried to make its own nest on my gutters on my house, but thank God it it found somewhere else to live because it's. I don't hear them anymore. It's so nice to just have the nice white birds. It either gave up or got eaten, so we'll just say it gave up. <laughs> gave up. Well, I I know the cat that's next door is too lazy to do anything about birds, so I don't think it was that cat that ate it. <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> Everybody else probably got tired of it screaming, so it was probably like, okay, somebody somebody hurry up and deal with that. You know what? Sometimes we got to get pushed out of the nest to learn a lesson. <laughs> Take care of Whatever yourself. Whatever that lesson might be. Take care of yourself. <laughs> it's a dog-eat-dog world out so there. So cruel. <laughs> cruel world. <laughs> well, I mean, we've got people eating cicadas, so... Uh, that's so yucky. It's so gross. I saw, like, a picture of a girl with a Tupperware, like, one of those... It's a pretty good, decent sized one, full of them, and I was like, I would throw up. Yeah, can you imagine just the cr- they're creepy, the crispiness of it as you're chewing it, the sound. Oh, I'm not. I'm. Well, I sent you a picture of one with chocolate cover. It was chocolate covered, and I was like, Why? What a waste of chocolate! Why do people eat chocolate covered ants, grasshoppers, <laughs> crickets, scorpions? I'm like, What is the fascination or deliciousness of a chocolate covered? Yeah, I have no idea. Like, I would eat them if there was nothing else to eat, but I would not indulge in a chocolate-covered any type of bug. No. No. Not worth it. Yuck. With an exoskeleton. Gross. Ugh. Just the thought of an exoskeleton. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Let me tell you a funny story. I have a really great story. So my mom is notorious for loving food. More than me. And she she and I decided that we would go to Dairy Queen. Uh-huh. 
and pick up some chocolate dipped ice cream cones. Totally just spontaneous, random. We were like, let's get some chocolate covered ice cream. Mm -hmm. Ice cream. So we're sitting there and I'm watching her eat. And my mom has a tendency to get food on her face. Oh, no. And when I tell her to wipe it, it will travel around her face. (laughs) So let's just say there was like a piece of rice on the corner of her mouth. She'll like wipe her face vigorously, like aggressively. And it will end up on her forehead or the side of her eye or in her ear or whatever on her neck or shirt. Mm -hmm. And she gets upset. Mm -hmm. So I'm watching her eat this ice cream cone with chocolate. And all of a sudden I look up from my own and she has a warrior mark from the corner of her eye down her cheek to her chin of chocolate. How does that even happen? I have no idea. (laughs) But I was like. I just started to laugh and cry. And when I when I do that, it doesn't stop for a while. And she's like, what? You know, like she's all uh-huh. mad, still eating her ice cream cone, crunching away. And she's like, what? What are you laughing at? And I go, mom, you have like a chocolate warrior mark from your corner of your eye to your chin. And she goes, no, I don't. You're a liar. And like she's trying to wipe yeah. it, right? But it's not coming off. Like it's so deeply seated <laughs> or painted on her face. Cause she, I guess, cause the, you know, it's the the chocolate dip cone. It will melt upon contact with like uh-huh. heat, but it's it's a frozen one. So the chocolate freezes once it touches something cold. Man, she must have like pushed that cone into her face <laughs> while she was trying to like eat the rest of it. And literally, we had to go home and have her wash her face <laughs> in order for it to come off. And I was like, "How do you do this?" She goes, "I don't give a shit." Like she's like. I'm just gonna save it. It's my mark of mark of like, uh, what did she say? Mark of triumph because <laughs> she ate the whole large chocolate dipped ice cream cone from Dairy Queen, and I could barely eat like a quarter of it. I just ate the chocolate because it was. It so is good. so hot right now, but, and lately at night I'm like craving it? something cold, and um, there's like nothing good. I have nothing good. I haven't figured out what it is that I want, but it. I just end up with ice, popsicle. ice water. I did try a popsicle yesterday because I bought them for my kids. And um, you know what you need? I didn't like it. <laughs> Lilacoy shaved ice from Kailua General. Oh, store. Shave ice would actually be really good. There oh, you go. I you think that store closed. No, I it can't be because I just saw it on Instagram. It moved from its original location over to where. What's that place called? It's some burrito place. Um, it's not like it's like Chipotle, but not. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. It's on that corner where like McDonald's, and then you walk, and there's like three stores. Well, I could go to Obama's favorite shave ice place, Island, Island Snow in Kailua. They don't have Lily Koi. No, fresh he was the Lily only guy Koi. who made it. He made it fresh. That's he was right. so proud of himself. It was so delicious, though. Mm. But he's still there. I think he's still uh, jiving and thriving. Yeah. He's still there. He just moved on. He you. moved on my, me. It's been that yeah, long. Well, because I've been like in my house and not going outdoors. I'm glad. I'm hoping. I know you've been. Shuttered. I'm hoping he he's he's doing well. And I mean, his name is Steve. Steve. Shout out to Steve. Steve. We would visit him all the Shout time. We'd ride Steve. our bicycles when bicycling was a little bit safer. Yeah. Support local. <laughs> yeah. Kylo General Store. Yeah. Very fun. Um, I, I, I'm trying to think of other places that we would go. 
I mean, we'd always go to Whole Foods. We'd always like bounce around to different little stores. Just Mahina. Mahina. I love Mahina. I loved um, uh, Global Village was next door. Teddy's Burgers. Teddy's is still there. I'm going to have to go out and adventure. I'll go out and adventure and I'll go see what's out there. Okay. Give us an update. Yeah. Next well, time. I'm actually trying to make yeah, a list of like things that are really awesome to go do. Everything is awesome. Oh, I did go to um I was I was comparing um sushi places and I did go to Ninja Sushi. Yeah. Um instead okay. of Genki Sushi. Um and I have to say I was super impressed with Ninja Sushi. They're really? also I think a chain like Genki, but it's um they didn't have any sit down at this time. But you just call and you okay. call ahead and you order. And it was it was really good. Okay. There is a Nobu down in Gosh, what is that area? It's not really Kakaako. It's like where Ward Village might be. I can't even A little bit further down from there. Okay. Well, where the warehouses were. And then a little bit further down from there, they opened up all these like high-rise condos. And there's an infinity pool on one of them Mm -hmm. where you can like look up and see it's like glass. But Nobu is like one of my favorite sushi restaurants. It's a chain, but it's very expensive, very high-class chain. And I really love it. So that's probably my favorite sushi place besides Uchi, which is really good down in Houston. Good spots. Love food. Anyway, so let me give you an update on Skye, uh-huh. my puppy. She has learned to corral my mother mm. and kind of herd her through the kitchen to make sure that her food is done well, heated up yeah. nicely. She has also managed to scare the crap out of my, all my other dogs. My other dogs will not get close to her. Oh, wow. They stare at her with like this indignation. And then Cheeto likes to attack mm-hmm. her because he, he he will hear her growl at me and he will literally fly across the living room. To protect you? To, def- to defend my life. Wow. So it's pretty, it's pretty funny. Um, you know, she's going to be an outdoor dog for mm-hmm. sure. And very, very big. So soon she'll be roaming the land. But for mm-hmm. now, she's learned to crowd herd my mm-hmm. mom uh, like cattle. And she nips at her, my dad's heels when my dad comes to visit. He wasn't really good at saying the name Scout. Um, so I changed it to Sky. And, and he's like, Sky, no. <laughs> like that the whole time. <laughs> and he'll scream because she's chasing him around the mm-hmm. house trying to nip his heels to get him to go where she wants him to go. And she's gotten big. She's doubled size in a, in a week and a half of having her. She went from about six pounds to now 13 pounds. Wow. She's big. She's a big old puppy. And I'm, I'm worried because I don't know what breed she is. Some people told me she's a lab, but then they're like, labs don't come in all white. But then they were like, Great Pyrenees doesn't have blue eyes, gray eyes, whatever eyes. And I'm like, I don't care. I just want to know how big we're projecting her to yeah. be. And the vet was like, based on her haunches. I thought it was like her ass <laughs> and her um, her body. Yeah. She's going to be a, a rather large dog. And I, and I am concerned that this dog will be bigger than me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so. You're not going to be able to pick this dog up. No. I'm already having a hard time picking her up now because her belly is so swollen. And I keep telling my mom, I think you're feeding her too much. And then uh, we also have a video of Sarge. Uh-huh. So Sarge is my brother's family's new yes. dog. He is a Bernese Mountain Dog standard poodle mix. Mm-hmm. He is the biggest puppy ever. 
and he is like a melted butter when you touch him. And you're like, oh my gosh, I love you. Do your other dogs like him? They haven't met him yet because my sister-in-law wants to keep them separate for now until he gets all the mm-hmm. shots. Understandable. Yeah. He's a very expensive uh, type of dog, so you definitely don't want him to get sick. But today I saw him, and I think we're putting up an extra video of him on mm-hmm. Patreon. But he just he just is like this big, awkward, dopey-looking well, dog. he's very like, he's fluffy. Dopey. He looks His so eyes are soft. Dope. He looks so He's soft. soft. He had a bath yesterday, but I was like, bro, you've got like thunder paws. His paws are the size of my palm. He's going to get big too. He's going to be big. They're all going to be big dogs. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to do with these big, huge dogs? But I will feel safe walking around. Do they count for anything on your ag um, land? For ag exemption? No, they don't, unfortunately. I wish. No large dogs. I'd be like, yeah, we need 30 uh, units. Okay, I'll get 30 dogs. That sounds great. You know, it's just, it's just weird that I like, wanted a dog and I wanted to rescue a dog so badly and then one like fell into my lap like two days yeah later. that is crazy but she's a mess she's hot to handle uh this uh PSA for everyone out there <laughs> do not take a puppy away from its mother until it's like eight to ten weeks old because they have some real behavioral issues yes. you've had to become the mommy she nips mm-hmm. yes yeah. and it's like tackle city mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. All right. Anyway, that's the update about my puppy and my brother's puppy. It's a lot of puppy. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have um, a lot of cuteness. We'll have adorable videos and pictures of them on Patreon. And yes, check, check it, it out. out. Uh, what else? Um, oh, yeah. I should have that um, Outrigger Canoe Paddling video done. That'll be on Patreon. I, was, I really love that. That was super fun. It was really cool. And it, it was well, cool well-produced um, video on Outrigger Canoe Paddling. I miss Outrigger Canoe Paddling. I had a friend call me and say, so I'm out paddling again. Will you come join us? And I'm like, it's so early. <laughs> it's so it is early. early. And I'm like, but I've it's... gotten used to sleeping in. But I am considering going back out now that um, I'm vaccinated oh, and good. I'm excited to get back out there. Well, you can actually uh, bring those adventures here so we can hear mm-hmm. about it. I'm definitely jealous, but I I think now that I've figured out my mosquito sort of routine, mm-hmm. I will be able to go paddleboarding because I was worried that I'd be stuck out on a paddleboard and being attacked yeah. by millions of mosquitoes. So um, another extra little tidbit, I ordered a full mosquito suit. So... <laughs> That will be something I try out uh, later next week. And for those of you who are Patreon uh, subscribers, will also be able to see me romp around in that. Okay. And I have the perfect song to go with it. <laughs> so that'll be really fun and exciting to watch unfold. So, yeah. Um, I think I think we're all updated. I'm ready to have a good weekend. Yeah, I think this weekend. Oh, I'm going to the tattoo convention this weekend. Uh, in Houston. Mm-hmm. My brother is actually getting two full sleeves. Not this weekend, but we've already booked a certain artist to do it. But he wants to get some ideas. And I, I've always wanted to go to a tattoo convention. I, like, I think I've only been to one and it was really a, like a fast, quick fire uh, So trip. when you go to that, so you're going to like a tank top that shows off your all your tattoos? Mostly. I, I'm not really... Uh, I don't really want a lot of people to like look at me, so... <laughs> Most of my tattoos will be hidden a little bit, but maybe a tank. But I don't really Layers. know. I haven't Layers. really worn a tank top very much. 
Yeah. I mean, the point is to go and look at everybody's art, yep. admire art, but I'm also looking for tattoo care. Uh, I re- I've really been a solid supporter of inked mm-hmm. tattoo. Uh, they have a really great brightening sunscreen. It's SPF 50. It's, it's worked wonders for my tattoos. It makes them very like bright and shiny. Uh, so yeah, sponsor us. <laughs> and, um, so, I, I mean, I, I'm sure that will be there. There's a couple other types of, like, care stuff. But you can only buy it at the conventions. Oh. Or, or you know, you have to special order it through your artist. You know, you have to be, like, a licensed tattoo artist to get some of this really special tattoo mm-hmm. care. So I'm I'm looking for that. And I'll do some video, probably take a lot of pictures because my brother would like to get some ideas. I would also like to look at what other people are doing out there for as far as coloring mm-hmm watercolor um, color saturation methods and things like that because there's one more tattoo that I would like to get but I don't know because I'm getting so much older and it hurts more. <laughs> I've noticed as I get older it yeah. hurts uh, the longer I sit there so maybe not but are maybe. you allowed to do ibuprofen so we'll before you get a tattoo I wouldn't do it just because it does increase uh, bleeding yeah. in some people I never take anything uh, most of the time I'm watching like Actually, we watched Murder Mysteries the entire time I did my last 10-hour mm-hmm. session. So it's really good to bring something very distracting. Some people read books. I don't want to hold a book that long. So it's really nice to just watch TV or sleep. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I fall asleep because I'm so tired. Yeah. And after your adrenaline kicks in, you're kind of just in this lull. And so you want to go to sleep. Um, the only thing that I would say that I would do if somebody's like open is I would have them, uh, brighten my pueo wing that's on my left forearm. Oh, probably add a little bit of white, um, to do a little bit more shading to brighten Mm -hmm. it up a little bit. It is quite dark, but it's, it's still pretty. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. My, that's very sweet of you. Well, that's my Amakua, the pueo. Oh, that's so majestic. I know. And. We should talk about Amakua. So Amakua is your your family guardian. Um, my mom has always said it was um, the Honu uh, because we have this love the yeah Honu. we have family story where we were or some of our ancestors were rescued by giant turtles. Um, but then uh, I also have heard that we have the Pueo, and I noticed that I see them uh, especially uh-huh. on special things like when I went to um, this paddling championships in Kauai uh there's the bridge as you're going towards like Holland Hanalei and to the beach that we were at yep and um just before we crossed the bridge uh and it's one car only <laughs> on this bridge at Kauai and uh it's all like tropical rainforest on either side and then there's a stream mm-hmm. underneath because the waterfalls are right there and it was like all of a sudden there was like this beautiful double rainbow and then a pueo, a white, beautiful owl, just wine owl, oh, that's flew so right over. Nice. And I just remember I was in the car with my coach and one of my paddling sisters, and we were just like in awe. And then it was like, beep, beep, from the other side, like, oh, yeah, I have to go across now. Hello. <laughs> I, was, I was in the moment. Aloha. <laughs> that's what you do. If anybody gets really upset with you, just scream aloha. Out the window. <laughs> Aloha, bitches. Um, well, it's been really nice. I'm, I'm so happy that we got together for another great Aloha Friday. 
Pauhana. Enjoy your drinks. Enjoy the sunset. Kick back. Enjoy the weekend. It's been great. Um, here it's going to rain the <laughs> next like several days. It's really funny. I think Texans, I think, well, mostly Houstonians are getting a little bit depressed with the, because it's like peaks. It's like bits and bobs of sunshine rays. And then all of a sudden it's like, it's rain. the end of spring. So, it's the end of spring. And you need all the rain you can get. Yes. Wash away all that terribleness, but wash it away and then dry it up real mm. quick. You know what? I would prefer, I prefer the rain over a hundred degrees. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Great sleeping mm-hmm. weather. So thanks for listening in to another episode of My Ties at Sunset. Uh, check us out at MyTiesAtSunset.com. Our website is up. It's beautiful. Always new content coming mm-hmm. up. Uh, thank you for supporting us on Patreon. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. And until we meet again, ahoy ho. Ahoy ho.